Welcome to another episode of Roll the Credits Podcast with Aaron and Brian. We are back after a week hiatus uh, for the holidays. Uh, we're excited to be joining you guys. We have an awesome uh, review of the movie Searching. We did we nothing but positive on our end for it. Uh, plenty of news for the last two weeks that uh, uh, we missed out on having not done an episode. Uh, Brian, how was your uh, week off? Uh, it was nice. You know, got to enjoy some time over the holidays, spent some time with family, got to you know take a day off of work, um, but then got watched the movies a few times. It was good stuff. It was it was nice. It was nice. Good to hear. Good to hear. So uh, we're going to be kicking you guys off here with our usual. We are going to go straight into some news. Quite a few heavy topics going on. Um, first up, the first man flag controversy coming out. Uh, the movie, obviously, uh, everybody's probably heard of it by now. First man starring Ryan Gosling, um, directed by Damien Chazelle or Chavelle. Um, there is apparently a scene in the movie that is missing that a lot of people believe should be in it, which is when they plant the American flag on the moon. Um, not that the flag isn't shown on the moon. Um, however, a lot of, you know, conservative Americans are very upset calling it an unpatriotic movie because of such, um, and all this stuff. Uh, it's, it's such a dumb outcry. Um, Neil Armstrong's sons, yeah, uh, Neil Armstrong's sons came out, um, said they love the movie. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, the movie overall, it's, it's a biopic on Neil Armstrong. It's not called first men. It's first man. Um, it's supposed to be more that than the, you know, planting of the flag. Like that's not the whole basis Mm -hmm. of the movie just why they didn't feel the need to have to put that on there. Uh, I, I just don't understand it. Um, people will get riled up about anything these days. Um, yeah, I, I just don't understand it. What's your take on this? Yeah, I think it's pretty st- stupid, silly, whatever you want to call it, of these people. Like, I mean, I understand maybe, I know it's a, it's a movie about the first man going to space, but more about Neil Armstrong. But being a little annoyed or upset that you know they don't show that big thing of planning on the moon but going so far to call the movie then unpatriotic because they don't show them actually planning it into the moon they just show it after the fact like in in the moon it's it's stupid i mean it's gonna be a great movie and this little not having this part's not gonna affect it at all it's I just people just like to find something and get angry about it and go with it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, (laughs) I do not understand why everybody feels the need to be outraged over the littlest things, which is this exactly right here. That's what people do. Um, I know like Marco Rubio is one of the people that came out again. Like, just shut up. Like, (laughs) uh, I'm I'm tired of the fake outrage on stupid stuff like this. Uh, First band though, I'm, Cannot wait to see it. It's got an 81 meta score and a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes already. So it's getting nothing but great reviews um, from everybody that's not a a dip wad. Like the guy that (laughs) gave it a negative review and said Neil Armstrong wasn't a key hero. Um, Yeah, miss me with that. That's rude. (laughs) Yeah, that. uh, Go on. Uh, 
Um, so anyway, uh, let's move on from that before I start getting into political Aaron, and I don't want to do that. You don't. Um, <laughs> uh, so we got the first images from ca- the Captain Marvel movie from uh, Marvel Studios. Uh, Brie Finally. Larson in costume. Um, we got pictures of Korath. Um, young Nick Fury, which man, they de-aged Samuel L. Jackson so well. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I feel <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. good. Okay, yeah. So um, you guys don't know the movie is going to take place in the nineties. So that's why it's the young Nick Fury and why they de-aged him. He still has both of his eyes as revealed in the picture. And that's, I don't know. It'll be interesting to take place in the nineties. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if you couldn't tell by, um, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, rocking a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt in one of the pictures. Um, so very, very 90s of this movie. Um, we saw Jude Law as Captain Marvel, um, And we also saw pictures of Ben Mendelsohn and the Scrolls, which is going to be great. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, always a villain in, in pretty much everything. But he he's so great, good though. as it. So like, Very good. Uh, yeah, like I understand it. Um, Captain Marvel going to be released March 8th of next year, hopefully. Um, yeah, maybe was, even sooner. Cross your fingers. Maybe. You know, they did uh, with Infinity War. Maybe they can do that with this. And just... well, I hope. But uh, all the images, uh, Brie Larson's going to kill it. She looks great. Um, I- I'm so excited for this movie. A lot more than I was for, like, Ant-Man, even though that was good. Um, definitely interested to see where this ends up taking the marvel universe going forward especially into avengers 4 um how about you brian oh yeah i'm beyond excited for this like i remember but two years ago or whatever when they made the casting announcement that it'd be brie larson uh i thought she fit the role perfectly like you look at images from captain marvel in the comics and brie larson they look very similar and just i've been waiting like we haven't seen her in costume just waiting for this reveal and that like at the end of infinity war there's the the little beeper thing that went off that was like her symbol so it's like she's gonna have such a big part in avengers 4 and she's just a super powerful superhero and she's awesome and the cast along with the jude law and ben mendelson it's it's just gonna be a great movie aside from it being a marvel movie which are all above average movies but it's it, I'm very excited. I can go on, but <laughs> um, at, well, we will go on with some more Avengers news. Uh, so Avengers Four is starting their uh, reshoots and stuff. Um, you probably know a little bit more about this than I do, so I'll actually pass it yeah. over to you to kind of talk about it. Yeah. So Mark Ruffalo, um, you know Bruce Banner, the Hulk. He was saying how uh, they're starting. I think it's later this week. Uh, final reshoots to kind of wrap up and finalize the movie um the way i took it which i think i don't know if it is gonna be it but it's funny uh that they're shooting like the final scenes and stuff like any potential final deaths or what whatnot they're trying to save that for last so it's the least because you know they're marvel super secretive about all their stuff like infinity war leading up to it is super secretive this is even more secretive um and so they're they're like saving the most important stuff to finally reshoot and film in this in September. So I'm hoping then with them doing these reshoots now, they would then start by the end of the month. 
going into editing and finalizing. So maybe, you know, this fall we can get an Avengers 4 trailer. So I'm hoping for. Yeah, um, I, I did see that, uh, you know, Jeremy Renner teased it. So we will definitely, you know, the Hawkeye lovers out there can can rest easy on that. Those love four um, people out there. Yeah, also, also saw John Slattery um, may have filmed a part as Howard Stark coming back as that. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait. Um, I'm glad that they keep everything real secretive and close to the vest. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it makes the intrigue a lot better going into the movie. Um, I do think we'll probably see, probably start seeing trailers here in November, December, um, I would assume. Yeah. Um, and we're probably not too far away from Captain Marvel ones as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say, with this with the first reveal of all the looks this week, I wouldn't be surprised within the next yeah, generally, month, six generally weeks or whatever. They, yeah, generally when they do that, they usually come with a, a trailer in the next couple of weeks after the, the first images. So here's yeah. hoping um, yeah, that most, we, everything goes well here in these yeah. reshoots. Most big movies, the first trailer comes out around like six months before the movie comes out. So with Captain Marvel, that'd be end of September, beginning of October. So let's hope. Let's hope. All right, so we got two more uh, big a big uh, movie sequel uh, news. Um, Top Gun 2 was suspended. Um, originally supposed to come out next summer. Um, it was delayed and pushed back to summer 2020. Not actually any real issues with it. Um, they kind of just wanted more time to prep all the action scenes, the flying scenes, all that stuff to make sure it looks as well yeah. as it possibly can. They will begin shooting this at the end of September, I believe, in San Diego, from what I was reading. Um, so, yeah, the timeline's perfectly fine. I think they just want to push it back to make sure that they make the best possible movie. And, obviously, it has to be a summer blockbuster, so that's why it's being pushed back an entire year. Um, not really trying to see Top Gun in the middle of October. That's spooky season. Um <laughs> So, uh, and on top of that, then we also have A Quiet Place 2, which is expected in May of 2020. Not really a whole lot of confirmation on this. John Krasinski's talked about tossing ideas around. Um, it, it should be going on soon, hopefully. Um, also, whether or not he'll play like a role in terms of uh, memories and stuff like that. Um, I assume he will have a small part in it. I'm interested to see where they go with it. You know, I assume... Um, Emily Blunt will be back as well as the kids, but I guess we'll find out. Um, what's your take on these? Yeah, uh, I mean, Top Gun 2, that's fine. That, I mean, they're pushing it back not for any issues, just to make sure they make the best possible movie. So I'm completely fine with that. I mean, it, I was looking forward to getting it next summer, but pushing it a year, a little disappointing, but it'll still be if it's to make the movie even better, then I'm all for it. With A, a Quiet Place 2, Love the first one. I'm very excited that they, week or two ago, released that it would be coming out in May of 2020, which I think it came out. They released that it's coming out then, shortly after um, Marvel pulled Guardians of the Galaxy 3 from that month of that year. So I think they kind of saw the space and grabbed it real quick, which I think was smart of them. Um, but yeah, John Krasinski stated that um, he started working on working on a script and doing tossing around different ideas. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. 
Absolutely. Um, I don't know what they'll call it, but like I told you today, I'm just going to keep calling it a quieter place. Um, just, I don't know. I, just, I think that's what they should come up with for it, but I don't know. John Krasinski's lead it on it, not a me. A little more so, creative. Yeah. Um, anyway, so a uh, little bit of sad news this week. Uh, we lost a, a movie icon, Burt Reynolds. Um, famous for playing Smokey and the Bandit, Deliverance, Boogie Nights, The Longest Yards. This kind of goes on and on. Um, I never really saw a lot of his uh, movies. I will say, though, that I probably watched Smokey and the Bandit like two or three dozen times with my dad growing up. Uh, always one of my favorites. Boogie Nights, he was really good in it as a adult film director uh, with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Longest Yard, both the original and the Adam Sandler remake. Um, good in both of those as well. Um, so definitely sad to hear that he passed away. He was in his 80s, I believe. Um, so not terribly surprising, but it is what it is. Um, very unfortunate, as always. Have uh, you ever seen any of the any of his movies? No, nah, there's not really much I've seen of him. Like I know he, like you stated, he's a very iconic actor. He's been in lots of stuff and very famous for smoking the bandit and other stuff but uh it's always sad to see someone of that caliber uh die yeah he was 82 um so i mean he's kind of getting to that age but yeah it's sad all right so uh moving on to well i guess sadder slash happier news um depending on who you ask got our teaser for the house the final season season six of house of cards um with claire underwood standing over top of frank's grave in a backyard um giving a speech uh so presumably frank is dead which makes sense after the whole kevin spacey fiasco um claire was already named as president i believe um I cannot wait for this. Claire Underwood is one of the best characters I've ever seen on a TV show in general. Uh, I mean, so is Frank. Um, the unfortunate issues with Kevin Spacey aside. Um, it's gonna... I, I, this season's gonna be amazing. I cannot wait. Uh, if you haven't seen any of the teaser trailers for it with Claire Underwood giving, a, giving speeches and stuff like that, I think this was the second or third one. It's gonna be great um i her performance should end up winning some sort of award um very excited for that um next up because i assume you don't have anything to say about house yeah, of cards I've, I've never watched house of cards i've heard good things about it but it's i've never watched it so i can't really say anything so yeah one of the best political thrillers out there um just the way they kind of maneuver around everything is is fantastic um, we will go on to a little bit more TV news. Um, the Big Bang Theory is finally coming to an end. Uh, I believe after this season, season 12, uh, or next season, I don't remember the specifics for it. Uh, Jim Parsons has decided to move on, and I guess they determined that you know they won't go on without having Sheldon on there. Um, a TV show that has garnered a lot of hate. Um, basically what I'd call the nickelback of television shows, I guess. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Why not? 
I don't know. You say it's a lot of heat, but also a lot of people love it. Like, I was just curious, like, as we were talking, I looked up on INDB. Like, it has an 8.2 rating over with over 600,000 reviews on INDB. Well, so. Yeah, but you know that, like, every time Nickelback puts out an album, it's in, like, the top five sales. <laughs> like, that's Fair what enough. I'm saying. Like, it, it's enough. a very popular show, but also kind of got, it has a lot of hate behind it, too, um, from people. I never really understood the hate. It's, uh, I watched the first like two or three seasons and it was funny. And then I kind of stopped laughing at it after that. Um, still something that like, if I, it's on and I'm kind of just like passing the time or something, like I don't mind turning it on. I don't think it's an awful show. Uh, so much. I don't understand the love of the show though. Um, I, it's just, I don't know. It it was something that after two or three seasons, I think was done with. I didn't really need to see any more. Um, so what's what's your, what's your take on it? Have yeah. you ever watched it? Uh, um, I've never watched the entire season, but I mean, it's on what, TBS all the time. Like I feel like it's always on TBS. Oh yeah. Um, so I've I've watched I think a fair amount of episodes, but not nearly like this will be its twelfth season. And there's no way I've watched. I've watched maybe a season or two total worth of episodes here and there. So, I mean, I get some of the appeals to the show. You know, it's definitely funny at times, but other times just kind of like, nah, I don't know. Um, it baffled me when I saw that this is its 12th season that it's going into. Like, I did not think it was on for that long. But, uh, yeah, it's something that long. It, it's it's good that it's coming to an end. Yeah, Um I, it's crazy to see how much the, the, the everybody on that show makes. Um, it's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's so much money. They're gonna make tons of money going forward with with you know, still with branding and all that and reruns yeah. and, and uh, simulcasts and all that sh- stuff. Yeah, um, I, I mean, good for them. Um, we'll see what happens with everything else. Hopefully, they'll take Young Sheldon off the air uh, too, because <laughs> that looks like dribbling garbage. Um, anyway, so that's the, the little amount of TV news we have for you this week. Not a whole lot of other stuff, um, to touch on, um, going back to movies, the real big news of the week was the, um, popular film category that the Oscars was going to do. Uh, like two months later, they decided they don't want to do it anymore. Um, I assume from the backlash from, uh, a lot of people, both in the movie industry and um just moviegoers in general um i was all for it i thought it was interesting hey like i get that it's just kind of a throwaway award to you know give it to somebody that makes a great movie that that's not going to get recognized for best picture um but oh well i mean it doesn't really affect me at all really um Beyond, you know, I'd like to see, you know, Avengers maybe have, have won it or something. The Russo brothers definitely deserve some sort of a re- uh, reward award yeah. for the amazing work that they did on Infinity War. Um, what about you? What's your opinion on them just deciding to throw this in the trash two months later? Yeah, it's it's just funny how what was it was the beginning of August or end of July that they made the announcement that they're trying to revamp it, introduce more and create this category. And then now their, their statement was, um, 
Well, we're not really sure how we would categorize the most popular film, whether it would be by like how much money it made or just how big of a movie it was. And But they didn't say anything about the backlash from it. I think it's clear that it was it kind of backfired and they didn't get the reaction they wanted out of people because the whole I think the whole idea behind this was to garner more viewers for the Oscars and when this announcement came out everyone was like oh this is stupid this is just to get more viewers it's not it's a giveaway throwaway award doesn't mean anything and that's not what they were expecting at all so they they say it's they're getting rid of it for now, but they're not saying it's a it's a permanent cut. So it'll be interesting to see if they figure it out and bring it back down the road. Yeah, um, uh, I expect that maybe they will. Um, they seem like people that like to double back on things just for the hell of it. Um, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that goes going forward. If they don't, it's not really going to affect me viewing it. Um, I don't quite understand how they come up with what they think the best movie of the year is either or how they yeah, categorize so that because um, the last two winners didn't agree with them. So, um, yeah. But it's whatever. Um, that is a discussion for another time. Yeah, it is. That, now, that could be a long discussion. Oh, yeah, for sure. I could just go through every year and tell you that it did not win. The right movie didn't win, except yeah. like a few. Um, moving on, it's finally time for our reviews of the week. Um, first up, we'll do searching, and then after that, I'll let Brian take over for Operation Finale. Um, searching has... I ended up giving it a 90. Um, it is one of... It's one of those movies that when you watch it, you're kind of like, wow, that's kind of groundbreaking. Uh, the entire movie is kind of shot through the lens of either an iPhone or a computer screen or a camera. Um, it's extremely interesting to watch that way, but you don't really ever kind of notice that that's how everything is being played out, um, which I, I liked a lot. Like, it wasn't super obvious, like, at all times. It, at least it didn't feel like that to me. Um, it keeps you on, your, on the edge of your seat. Um, constantly throughout the movie... You know, it, it just keeps building and building. Nothing kind of tears it down. Um, it builds to its climax and then f goes down and finishes. It's amazing that way. It's never boring. Um, it's very on point with the current world and, and how everything works, how we are through technology, how, you know, the father doesn't relate to the daughter really and having trouble with their, their issues. Um, extremely emotional on all levels. Uh, little twists and turns as the entire movie goes on. Um, it, it really kind of holds you down the whole way through it. Um, it was a surprise to me. I didn't expect to like it this much when yeah. we first saw trailers for it. It looked interesting. Um, but but nonetheless, I, I'm very blown away by how they did this entire movie. Low-key, one of the best movies of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think our combo score ended up being an 87.1 for it, which is great. Yeah, it's um, the fourth highest movie we ranked this year. So Yeah, it, it I, I extremely recommend people go watch that movie. Um, what about you, Brian? What's your take on, on yeah. Searching? Uh, I was not expecting it to be that great of a movie. Like, when we first saw it, I was like, oh, you know, this looks interesting. And then it was getting uh, really good critical mm -hmm. views. So I was like, oh, it's probably because, you know, they're doing it in a unique way being shot all through like the second screens and stuff like um 
And I also think, you know, it'd be like a somewhere between probably like a 75, 80, maybe an 85 of the highest. And then it's, it was just a really fantastic movie. Like, like you said, it just builds on itself and builds on itself. John Chu does a great job uh, in the main role as the father. Um, with the daughter missing, I think there's like four different, four or five different ways throughout the movie. They're like, oh, this is what happened to her. And then they're like, oh, that's not happened. No, oh, this was. And then, but the final thing, like at the, at the end, they reveal um, like what happened to her. It wasn't something that I saw coming at all. Um, it, it was very well done. It was a great script, very thrilling. Uh, constantly building on itself. The this it was very uniquely shot, and like you said, I didn't like thinking back on it. It doesn't. You don't even notice that it's like through almost second screens and through phones and computers and whatnot. It. It yeah, I was just blown away by how much more I liked it than what I thought I would. It. I definitely also highly recommend you go see this movie. It's easily. One, it's easily a top 10 movie of the year, if I'll just say that. Yeah, it, it definitely tosses and turns you the entire time. I know I, I, I looked at you like halfway through it and it just said, I, the, this movie is incredible. Like, yeah. it, it, it really just kept kind of crescendoing and moving forward and moving forward and, and kind of took you on, on a, quite a wild ride the entire way through watching, you know, the father's breakdown and stuff like that. It's, it's really good. Um, highly recommended. Like yeah. I said, we gave it a, the combo score was an 87.1. Yeah, one more, one more thing. I just remembered. So the thought of like, so like the, as the movie's finally, like it's all coming together and you're figuring out stuff. Like I just kind of sat there, like my mouth was slightly open. My hand was like kind of covering my face and stuff. Like I was just in such shock and all of it. Like I haven't sat like that through a movie since like the ending of infinity war, like with just such shock and, but like that was amazing, um, so yeah, I just want to add it in there. Yeah, if my my recommendation is if you have seen Gone Girl and you enjoy that, that's probably the closest thing I can think that I would relate it to, at least off the top of my head. Um, if you liked Gone Girl, I think you would definitely like Searching. Um, it's right up that alley in terms of an emotional mystery, you know, uh, what happened, who done it, you know, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely go so out good. and see Searching. Get on it. Um, if you have a movie pass, I know it's showing quite frequently on there. Um, so just check your local theater. Go get out there um, and watch it and let us know what you think of it. Yeah. Um, I'll pass it on to you, Brian, to give you a review of Operation Finale. I did not go see this with you, um, so it's all you. Uh, yeah. This one, still a good movie, but not nearly as great as Searching was. Um I do. I'm a big. I'm a bigger fan of historical movies that have that actually like took place, um, as this did. Uh, if you didn't know, it's about the story um, of the last remaining uh, high-ranking lieutenant of um, the Nazis after World War II. Like the other top three had all killed themselves along with Hitler, uh, but one escaped to Argentina, and this is the story of. Uh, Israelis Mossad uh, special forces or whatever um, going after to try and find him and capture him it's a good movie it's Oscar Isaac is in it and Ben Kingsley they both give very strong performances um, 
they work well off of each other, good vibing. Um, it it kind of dragged a little bit. Um, the good story, interesting, um, interesting story. Not really much else to say. I gave it a seventy-five. Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. it. wasn't fantastic, but it was it was definitely enjoyable and fascinating to watch. So, um, if you have the time. Um, and you like historical movies, uh, you, you can go see it. You'll, you'll probably like it. Yeah, it'll, uh, it's definitely going to be a red box movie for me. Uh, I agree with you. I, I'm very big into, you know, kind of historical dramas and stuff like that. Um, definitely, especially ones that like, I, I didn't really know a whole lot about going into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'll definitely, uh, watch it before the year ends. Hopefully, um, with football season around now, my time is kind of, <laughs> It's kind of gone for the next few yeah, months. Like there goes Saturdays and Sundays, basically. So yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, let's move on. The finale of our podcast today. Um, thanks to our love of the movie Searching, we are going to give you our top five suspense mystery films. Um, like always, it's going to go five, four, three, two, one. Um, I'll pass it to Brian to get us started with his number five whenever he's ready. Yeah, so I was trying to, I kind of came up with this list quick because we didn't decide on it until this morning that we're going uh, with this top five. But looking at it, I think it is a pretty fair list. My top number, uh, interesting though, my number five um, is the movie Skyfall. Uh, James Bond movie came out in 2013, 14. Um, I think it's the best and most recent James Bond movies. Um, very good movie, uh, mystery throughout it. It's it's a Javier Bardem is in it. I, I it's it's a good it's a very good movie and it has a nice suspense to it throughout it. Um, so that's my number five. How about you? Uh, my number five is Seven, starring Brad Pitt, uh, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Spacey. Uh, one of one of my favorite movies probably of all time um it, it's real gritty uh the performances around are spectacular uh across the board um one of the best like in terms of, like murder mystery kind of films out there that you can watch a real classic with a lot of like historical pop culture you know kind of like tie, ties to it like everybody you hear all the time, you know, like the box scene at the end, um, which is one of the best scenes in, in any What's mystery in film out there. Um, yeah, it, it kind of lives on in that infamy. Um, like I said, the the performances all around, the directing, all of that is it's really incredible. Um, highly recommend it to anybody. Uh, I think all four, five of these movies, I think I gave a nine to. Um, so just everything here going across the board is odd 90 for me um so yeah seven comes in at number five for me how about your uh, number four my number four is um the second newest movie on the list uh get out uh very good movie very suspenseful the whole way through has you on the edge of your seat um great acting job across the board by daniel cool i'm gonna butcher his name coelho or um but uh it's great movie definitely deserved last year it's um best picture nod and 
Jordan Peele, his director, not in for the script. Um, yeah, very good movie. Wasn't expecting me as great. I don't think anybody um, expected the movie to have, and it had such a huge impact, expected that kind of movie to be great. Um, but yeah, it was a very good movie, very suspenseful the whole way through. Um, the ending, and you just kind of, as it's wrapping together, kind of like, what did I just watch? Like, that, like it was insane. Um, very, yeah, very good movie, though. Um, if you haven't seen Get Out, I recommend you go see it, for sure. All right, my number four is Zodiac. Um, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge, you know, kind of like serial killer. I don't want to say fanatic, but like reading about it and stuff like that and studying the psychology about it. Uh, I'm really big into all that. And the Zodiac mystery is one of the top things for anybody that has that same um, kind of passion. Um, I thought the movie was really well done. Across the board, great cast. Some of my favorite actors of all time are in it. Um, they do a tremendous job um, kind of weaving through um, the entire uh, search and stuff like that um, without really having a huge knowing of who, who would have been the Zodiac in the end. Um, very recommended for anybody who is a fan of you know serial killers and things like reading about them and all that stuff um if you haven't seen it go see it i'm sure a lot of you have um don't know if it's still on netflix i know it was for quite a while uh, uh, i just looked it's on uh, prime now ah uh, okay well there you go if you have amazon prime which everybody does because it's amazon prime and <laughs> we need our things in two days uh go watch zodiac um definitely recommended uh pass it along to you for number three uh, number three, the movie we just talked about five minutes ago, Searching. Uh, I mean, we just talked about it. It's a fantastic movie. Definitely thinking back on it. Um, one of my favorite suspenseful movies. Um, I won't, there's not much else to say since we're just talking about it, but it, it's a great movie. Breaks into the top five, so. All right. My number three is a movie I talked about not too long ago as well. Uh, Gone Girl. Um, Tremendous! Everybody knows I'm a huge Ben Affleck fan, um, for whatever reason. Um, great performances all around in the movie. The twists are are tremendous. Um, very recommended for anybody. I, this movie was on my watch list for like three years before I eventually saw it this year. Um, it, it's all around really entertaining. Um, it leaves you kind of always wanting a little bit more um, as it progresses throughout. And when you come to the realization of what's happened, it, it, you kind of feel kind of lost in it all. Um, but great movie nonetheless. Uh, definitely number three for me. But again, like all of these are kind of very close together. So I could have really put it anywhere here. Um, number three, Gone Girl. Uh, pass it to you for your number two. All right, my number two is The Prestige. Um, great movie. It's Christopher Nolan directed, wrote and directed. He's, I think, one of the best directors of our generation. Um, fantastic movie with Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale in it, uh, involving magic and illusions and uh, just twists and turns. And I can, it's one of those movies that I wish I could go back and watch for the first time because, like, the reveal at the end of it, it's just like, I, I think it's like jaw-dropping. Um, 
I watched it uh, maybe a year ago again recently, uh, and it was reminding me how good of a movie. And uh, Michael Caine's in it as well, I believe. If I'm maybe, I don't know. But fantastic movie, great writing, great directing, uh, great acting from both Jackman and Bale. Um, great twists, uh, definitely. So that's why it's my number two on the list. Yeah, uh, Prestige actually just missed the cut on mine, so did Searching. Um, I remember, like, well, the first time I watched Prestige, like, it just, it, it really it really messed with me. Like, I didn't really know what was going on, um, which I chalk up to, you know, a Jonathan Nolan screenplay, um, looking at Westworld, Inception, this. Um, very, like, it took me, like, two watches through it, same with Inception, um, to get the full grasp of the movie um fantastic film though I, I do agree with you there um just like i said just missed the cut on mine uh, my number two was get out um the best movie of last year in my opinion um should have won an oscar um for best movie but i won't go into that right now um, tremendous performances throughout it's really suspenseful it really kind of leaves you um, feeling like you're part of the movie in a sense, um, the way it kind of grasps you, um, the entire way around the movie, it's, it's tremendous work by Jordan Peele, uh, in, in a directorial sense. Um, every little aspect of the movie, like he just put all the in- intricacies into it. Uh, very fantastic film. Not a whole lot I can say more than what you already said uh, for it, but that's uh, definitely my number two, and it was very close to being my number one. All right, uh, my number one uh, is my might surprise you, but I love this movie. It came out t- 2016, uh, Arrival. <laughs> that movie at the end of it. Um, really messes with you and you're like thinking like it requires a lot of thought after the movie which i like those kind of movies that require you to actually think about it um great story amy adams does a great job and jeremy renner um very very suspenseful as it's unfolding and revealing stuff and yeah i just remember at the end of it just literally then for 15 20 minutes just kind of thinking like what the ending what and then like how it all worked together i remember then watching that again with my family for their first time and then they they all had the same questions and going over it like it was like it was either my favorite or my like my i think it was my second or third favorite movie of 2016 is i i think is a fantastic movie um we can go on to you yeah i can't uh can't really argue with that um it would probably place in my top 10 if I had to do a top 10 of it. Um, that That is a really tremendous film. One that I actually forgot about when doing this list, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> um, kind of just got lost in the shuffle. Anyway, I will close this out. My number one uh, on older movie um, that I actually just saw for the first time this year was on my lo- watch list for quite a while. Uh, number one for me is L.A. Confidential. Um, starring Kevin Spacey, um, Guy Pierce, and Russell Crowe. Um, it is such a good uh, <laughs> uh, suspense mystery movie. 
um, following three um, detectives, kind of all of them do their do everything their own way. One's, you know, kind of sleazy. One's uh, a stand-up good cop. And one's an aggressive guy. Um, and, and just kind of the way they, they form everything together for that movie is just, it's perfect. I think it has like a 99% or a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is exactly where it should be. Um, I was kind of blown away when I watched it this year. Um, can't believe I'd put it off for so long. And I'm <laughs> glad I didn't anymore. Um extremely good movie if you like any of those actors in it you'd love the movie um you if you like mystery suspense you know crime thrillers uh you'd love the movie um but yeah number one for me uh after like i said all five of these are kind of close together but that one definitely outweighed the other ones in terms of just pure suspense the entire way through um kind of off that to my list yeah definitely watch it i think it's still it might still be on netflix um i know that's where i ended up watching it or maybe it's on prime now i don't know they they're (laughs) they're snatching everything else flip-flopping yeah so uh anyway that's our top five send us uh yours um this is going to be the end of the podcast send us yours you know find us on um Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, all those. Give us a five-star review. Um, and anything else you want to add before we leave there, Brian? Uh, no, not really. You know, Go out, enjoy your week, pay attention to some more mo- new movie news. Go see a movie or two. You know, We're getting back. It was a few, it was kind of a few dull weeks where there weren't any great movies. Um, but now we're getting back into it. Um, Oh yeah, with. we're we're yeah, it's starting to turn back up now. I'm really excited, especially once we hit October, um, which is going to be a lot of like, I'm going to have a lot of horror news on on the horizon for October. I know Brian here won't enjoy that as much, but, but it's spooky season, so you got to do what you got to do. Um, can't wait. October is going to have so many great movies. There's even a bunch of really good ones coming out here in September. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait to get around to them. Um, Anyway, so that's the end of our podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Like we said before, you know, give us a five-star review on whatever you are listening to us on. Um, Try and get us propped up a little bit and help us in the rankings. Um, And let us know your uh, top five, you know, mystery suspense movies. Um, Or let us know if you've seen Searching and you think um, you agree with us or you don't agree with us. Um, just reach out. You can find us on Facebook at Roll the Credits Podcast and on Twitter at uh, Roll underscore Credits Pod. Um, and that's all we got for this week, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Yep. See you.
Just. 